The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to pump your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio on the world's most popular power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are. The Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her sidekick daughter, Heather Brittany, deliver lessons of success spanning the generations of the globe in their information-packed Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew. In other segments, Cynthia interviews real-life trailblazers, authors, and experts with the courage and vision who show you how to build a road to fulfillment through their unique books and services. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be informed and entertained. For your free lifestyle empowerment coaching session right here on the airwaves, turn up the volume, relax, sit back, and get ready to be inspired. Because Star Style, Be the Star You Are, starts right now. Well, we sure hope you are never saying never. We want you to live your dream every day. That's what life is all about. Hello there, Power Partners. Welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power. It's Star Style B, the star you are, a program of positive, uplifting, life-changing talk. This is our Tea for Two segment, and I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And we are the dynamic duo, the goddess gals, and we're happy to be your success coaches here. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, where we are doing book reviews. For a small donation, volunteers read and write a great review for your book that you will be proud to use and post it on all the sites. For details, please email info at be the star you are dot org. And the miracle moment for today is from St. Augustine. The world is a book, and those who do not travel only read a single page. Well, the miracle moment is perfect for today's show, as we are going to navigate the world of social media first in our first segment, and then we're going to visit uh, how people around the globe have been changed for the better and the positive with the award-winning book, Be the Star You Are. And finally, in our third segment, we are going to talk about why it's necessary to get a passport, how to do it, and why you want to travel. Because we don't want you only to read one page in any book. We want you to read multiple. And the world is our oyster. There's lots to see and lots to do. Well, last night I attended a social networking seminar that was sponsored by the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, and it was led by Emmy Award-winning TV professionals. I was really excited to go. I thought I knew, you know, quite a bit about social media, and I was just going to fine-tune. Well, to say the least, I was blown away by the possibilities and all the things I don't know. I mean, there is so much out there, Heather. It's an understatement. So today in Team for two, Heather and I thought we would talk about how social networking is truly changing the world we live in and bringing everyone from every part of the planet just a click away from each other. Now, the four main social networking sites are Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. 
Heather, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about Facebook, how you use it, and what you know about it. Well, the main thing when I was kind of researching of everything is how it affects us in the business life of coming into it. Of today, when you're looking to join an organization or when an organization is looking for you, what's the main thing? The first thing people do is Google it. The first thing you always want to find that the Internet is just this plethora of information where you can find out about a potential uh, job or a job can find out potentially about you. So it's really out there since everyone is so accessible in today's society, it's making sure that if you are part of these uh, social media sites, um, that you know how to separate them from the, you know, your friend realm of what you want friends and family to see or what you want someone potentially uh, for job-wise to see you. Or if you have a business, what you want your prospective customers to be seeing. Um, the big thing, you know, I'm looking at that when coming to Facebook, Facebook really has just gone crazy over the past years that you can have a personal site, you can, um, and they exceed it that you can only have so many friends. But if you start something, if you start make it something less of a person, if someone can like something, a job, an event, um, even, even when it is a person, a celebrity, they can have millions and millions, almost so much to the Twitter of how many followers, so people are getting constantly updated on what's going on with your organization, your business, or you as a, a person if you are trying to sell yourself. Well, I think that this year fa Facebook has now passed over the 500 million user mark worldwide, which means that's about what one in 12 people on the planet are that's using crazy. it, and some of the stats are saying that. Over 250 million people, that's over 50%, right? Oh, my goodness. Uh, log on every single day, and it's going to you know, only get bigger this year. Um, but the average person has about 130 friends, but, of course, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, and I feel like everything kind of always spawns from one thing. When, when I think you know, it really started when, when uh, MySpace first came out, which now seems like a dinosaur, almost a joke now when people, you don't even hear that term Well, didn't like anymore. Facebook just gobble it up? I mean, MySpace really started as a music place, right? And then now everybody has just moved over to Facebook. No, I think MySpace became uh, a music thing, is that it started out very similar to Facebook. And I think, you know, I think it's similar as a lot of people kind of got away from it because it became that, uh, you know, everyone had friends, you know, it became this thing that it, it seemed like, again, that impersonalness. And then Facebook came along and slowly I feel, you know, something else is departing from that is now there's becoming more work social media, such as LinkedIn, as you were talking about. Right, right. Uh, I'll talk about that. And, you know, I think, I think something people really need to put in perspective is, is there was a study in 2009 that said 86% of recruiters look to social media sites so that they are – they're researching you just as much as you're researching them. So it's really good of kind of having that filter out there that these websites all have various privacy things you can set up and really check on those and make sure you set them up because stuff um, sort of like, you know, pictures are forever. Stuff on the Internet stays there forever, um, right, whether, you, you know, really you're a successful business individual and you are in a you know fraternity in college and have all these pictures of, you know, beer bongs and parties. Stuff can come back to haunt you, so it's always trying to be of what you're trying to put out there. So if you're going to have a personal social media, really separate that from a business social media. 
Um, and that's why LinkedIn is really good because it's really set up as just for a professional site that you're just trying to um, put out there, you know, the, the stuff that you would want business people to be looking into. Um, Facebook kind of has something where it could be more of just a friends and family. Um, so it's, I think, you know, really, really being cautious of what you're saying and as well, um, bringing this whole thing is how we live in this Twitter nation now that everyone knows everything that's going on. It really does, for better or for worse, it, it does connect us so much. Um, but at the same time, it, it can kind of overly connect it. And there has been um, cases and things being, uh, people being fired for making comments in their statuses or being frustrated with work or a client or a patient. And a lot of um, businesses have that open-door policy that you can um, leave the company, the organization, at any time that you don't need to put in any notice. And just as an organization has the same to do right to you, that they could um, cut ties and terminate you at any time. And a big thing in recent years is companies have had to update their social media policies um, to make sure that um, you know it, it's being really known throughout the agency of what their views now, of it are. That's an interesting idea. So you mean that a lot of companies now in policies will actually make rules or guidelines on the kinds of statuses that you can post or what exactly. you can Exactly. Well, I think you know that it all comes you know the freedom of speech. But um, for my organization, um, and specifically, they are very pro social media. They want people to you know, be tweeting and posting and, and, and getting people involved in stuff that's going on in our organization. Um, however, it's by all means, you know, there's HIPAA violations working in healthcare things, but it would, uh, you know, be illegal and it would definitely be terms, uh, ground for termination if, uh, if, if myself or an employee was ever to, uh, post something regarding, um, Regarding a patient or oh, well, regarding that would information be, yes, that would be, or, that would you know, or saying something, you have to be careful when you're on the blogs, when you're in the web sphere, of when you are, even, even with the intent of being positive, when you're ever representing your company or organization, um, you have to make sure you have the grounds to truly be representing it because it's by using someone else's name, by using a company's name, um, and if you're saying something that may not, they may not feel um, they're associated with. Similar to right before the beginning of our program, it says that, you know, the views and expressions both by the host are not necessarily the views of um, the station. Right, So exactly. it's, it's things there always has to be um, a, a clear-cut view of that because Well, you know, I wanted to jump in for a second, though, and just say something about um, how some of the social networking is actually aiding law enforcement and news, et cetera, because, you know, I attended this event last night, and I don't know if you've had an opportunity yet to watch it online or if you were able to follow it live um, as it was broadcast last night because they were actually filming the event. But what was fascinating is how all the news stations now, they are actually, you know, they have departments that are mm -hmm. tweeting and on Facebook. and I mean, they're like on the, on the minute, you know, they're in chats. So a lot of times the online people know what's going on faster than just the regular news department. But what I found really interesting is I opened a copy of Diablo magazine yesterday, mm -hmm. and the front cover is this exclusive report about the true life case of a dirty P.I., and it is the story of this, uh, this guy. 
here in Contra Costa County who was a private investigator, a former policeman, who started this um, company called um, P.I. Moms, and they were going to have their own reality TV show. And they had Hollywood was up here and getting ready to shoot it, and then they started inviting magazines, and they've already been featured on Dr. Phil, and they were featured um, on uh, People Magazine, and I think, I think it was on Good Morning America or, or the Today Show or something. Anyway, and they invited the, the uh, Diablo Magazine editor to write around with them. Well, it turned out that the whole thing was a scam. Wow. And this P.I. guy, he had hired actors to play all the dirty roles, and he had pl- hired actors to be P.I.s, etc. And how he was uncovered and how he was brought out is that the editor at Diablo Magazine, Peter Crooks, started looking up all the different people on Facebook. And he kept finding how they were all linked together. And so he would find, like, the client who was this desperate client. The whole premise of this PI thing was, uh, you know, uh, wives um, or or husbands could find their cheating spouses. So that was the whole undercover. And he was unable to uncover this whole ring that everybody was connected. And how they were connected, how he found it, they were all connected through Facebook. Isn't that interesting? Wow. And so now this guy that perpetrated it is uh, going to prison, and there were other some police officers that were indicted. It turned out it was a big drug bust. It was fascinating. Wow. The whole thing fell apart because of social networking. And, you know, I wanted to uh, just give, say, a couple of things that I learned um, last night, if I'm not interrupting something that you were saying, were you in the middle no, of... No, no, okay, I want well, to hear I it. This was, this, this I thought these were interesting. Uh, there was a, um, a really fantastic... All of the, the people were wonderful, but Brian Shields, who's the online news manager at KRON-TV uh, Channel 4 in San Francisco, he actually put together this wonderful little presentation on how to use the things. And... I thought I would just give out a couple of tips because I learned something from it. He says, with Facebook, you really want to be engaged. And if you're not going to be engaged, don't even bother. So if you're going to be one of these people that you just want to post but you don't want to ever answer anybody, then it's not even worth it for you. So you want to be able to um, to like other people's pages, to comment on their pages, and um, and and then to delete people you know, or unfriend people who are not being nice, et cetera. So that was, I thought, interesting. Then on Twitter, because I, I always wondered, I get, everybody want, I get, I don't want to say everybody, but I get uh, requests every day, you know, to be my friend on Facebook. And I never checked out anybody. I just say, okay, because it's a professional thing. I let people come on. But his idea was before you friend somebody, you really should check out their site and make sure you do want to be friends with them. And then on Twitter... He was talking about the same thing, is that you want to engage with the people who follow you and you want to follow people in your industry. So just because people follow you, you probably want to follow them back. And then there are, there are um, websites out there where you can actually schedule your, your Twitter and your Facebook posts. Oh, wow. And, and um, he didn't like doing that, although Jennifer, who was the, this other great uh, social media guru, she really thought that was the way to go. She schedules all her posts, and she will send out many a day. Brian is on Facebook 
he sends out 30 Facebooks a day. And then wow. another, there was another uh, guru there named John. He believes that you only send out three to six. So it was very interesting how all the different professionals had different things that they wanted to say. Um, YouTube, which we know is all about, uh, you know, video streaming, and it's the largest way to reach an audience right now for any recorded uh, video. That seems to be something that is, has really been, um, really been a boon because there are now more than 13 million hours of video that wow. are on the web, which is the equivalent, get this, Heather, of 150,000 full-length feature movies. <laughs> My goodness. Something? Wow. And then here's something about how the world is so joined together. 70% of the YouTube traffic is from outside of the United States, and there are 25 countries with 43 languages that are really active users, and the demographic is very broad. It's like 18 to 54 years old. And wow. in 2010, there were 700 billion, billion playbacks. So oh social media, I mean, it really is, it's an absolute phenomena yeah. going on. Um, were you going to say something about LinkedIn? No, I was just saying, you know, I, I was more infatuated with, you know, the, the meeting you went to last night, but just that that's, you know, professional-wise, that that's really a great place to go if you're looking for a job or people that that's the one you want to make sure you're keeping good friends on there um, because that's a really good uh, kind of social networking for jobs and organizations. And right. It, it, it is the world's largest professional network, you know, for businesses. It has 90 million members, and it's, it is in over 200 countries. Uh, there were 2 billion searches this past year on LinkedIn. And what I learned about LinkedIn was – that many people now are really getting their jobs through it. And again, this uh, guru, Jennifer, because she deals, she consults companies and she's working in India and, and, you know, in the Middle East, et cetera. And she said that almost all of her jobs come from connections on LinkedIn. And the key to getting jobs on LinkedIn is to get recommendations for the fields that you're in. So if you're out searching for a job, you probably want to check out LinkedIn and make sure that you can find people who, you know, are in the category you want. I know that right now I'm following film and television professionals, and every day I get like five or six, you know, notes from other professionals about what they're looking for or how they could use you in something. So it is pretty interesting. There's more than a million companies that have uh, LinkedIn pages. So if you're interested in a company, follow them. So, and speaking uh, I, of I, websites, actually, that we want to send people to, yeah. um, we definitely want people to check out our websites of BeTheStarYouAre.com, BeTheStarYouAre.org, uh, CarmenyClutches.com, and as well as HeatherBrittany.com. And if you want to follow us on social networking, after Facebook, you can put forward slash Cynthia.Brian. After YouTube, you can just put forward slash BeTheStarYouAre, and Twitter, BeTheStarYouAre as well and LinkedIn is uh, Cynthia Bryan so when we come back from break we're going to be talking more about how you can make a difference in the world and about be the star you are you've been listening to Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany and this is Star Style Be The Star You Are and we will be right back with more don't go away 
what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be The Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org Be the lucky star Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Bethestarur.org. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Now, back to the show with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, thank you so much for staying with us. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. With me, your personal growth coach, and I am Cynthia Bryan. My purpose in providing you this radio show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, the director, and the star of your own life. We want you to smile, to have fun, and to be willing to be wild and crazy. And, of course, we want you to read some really good books. Many of these books you probably even haven't heard of, but that's even more reason that you need to uh, start reading them. I am the author of uh, several books, Be the Star You Are, Be the Star You Are for Teens, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, The Business of Show Business, Miracle Moments, and The Blessings of Love and Relationships. And you can find all of these, and you can buy autographed copies when you go to star-style.com. We always say here at Be the Star You Are, if you want to be a leader, you must be a reader. So, again, read some books. You will read, lead, and succeed. Well, every few months, I enjoy talking about the book that I call my heart book, which is Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. This radio show was actually based on this book. 
it actually, the book actually, I guess they were kind of a mutual symbiotic relationship. The book was birthed from the show, and the show continued from the book. But it, it really was an accidental book. I had never set out to write a book of inspiration and motivation. And, in fact, I had never even considered myself a writer. Uh, yes, I had already published The Business of Show Business, but, and I think it was in maybe its eighth or ninth edition by the time I wrote Be the Star You Are. But that was only because I was an actor and a model and an acting coach, and I had so many clients that had been scammed, and I just thought I needed to put on paper the information that other actors or thespians who were getting into the business needed so that they would be able to get going and stay going and avoid the scam. It was the career guide. The business, the show business, was really the career guide that I wish I had had when I first started navigating the crazy entertainment industry. But Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference was a completely different story. It began as a life-altering experience when my dad, who I have always adored, he was my hero and my champion, uh, was diagnosed with a very rare and fatal cancer. And I fought for his life for three years. And uh, he finally um, succumbed to the illness, and he died in my arms, and I was devastated, as was the rest of the family. It was like my world collapsed. And the only thing that I knew how to do, how to excise myself from the grief, was through the careers that I already was established in, which was acting. And so I decided, although I at that point I had never had produced a, a television show, I decided to write and produce a television show that would be dedicated to his memory, and it was called Live Your Dreams, and it focused and featured ordinary, I call them ordinary, extraordinary people, but ordinary people who were doing extraordinary things, and they were doing it because they had a passion for it. They were doing it because it fed their spirit, and it wasn't for the money. Well, after 26 episodes and winning several awards, I thought it was time to bring it from cable to prime time, and I flew to New Orleans for this huge national conference that's called NAPTI. It's where all kinds of deals are made around the world for new television shows. It happens in January, and then they pick up the, they, you know, shoot pilots. They pick up these pilots for September. And on the way back, you know, with a whole armload of videotapes, they were videotapes at the time, I sat next to a uh, gentleman on the plane. We started chatting. I was all excited about my TV show and the response it had gotten. And he said, you know, you've got a book. Why haven't you written a book? And I was like kind of dumbfounded. Why would I write a book? I wasn't a writer. I knew nothing about writing a book. It, 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 I had not, hadn't even thought about it. All I wanted to do was do the television show. And the more we talked, he said, you really have a book inside you. You've got to write this book. And he gave me the contact info uh, for his editor and his agent. I did follow up when I got back to my office, and the rest is history. Now, it wasn't a slam dunk. It took four years for the publication of Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference from the time of that plane ride to the time I actually sat down and wrote the book to the time it all got edited. Uh, I went through two different literary agents, actually. The first one I really liked, but he didn't really do anything. Um, and the second one, it, immediately we got, uh, we got a publisher. And, but I'm really sure that Destiny played a part in the book, and I always say that this is a book that was divinely inspired. And 
It actually debuted right before 9/11 in 2001. So it was it was not an auspicious uh, time because uh, just a couple weeks after it hit the bookstores, we had 9/11, and of course the whole world was focused on terrorism and being American. And this kind of inspiration wasn't really what what it needed. But even with that, it started influencing thousands of lives around the world. And throughout the years, I have just had an unbelievable amount of letters and emails and calls about the positive changes that have occurred after reading the book. And one of the one time when I was speaking, and I've been invited to speak again all over the globe. It's another reason why I always have a passport ready. But I had a very interesting experience where I was speaking at a national conference. And we do what's called back a room sales, you know, where you where you're autographing books and people are coming up to meet you, take pictures and things uh, with it. And I had a huge line of people, and there was you know this huge auditorium with thousands of people in it. And come coming running down the center aisle, I saw this person just running, a woman. I didn't pay too much attention, but she ran right up to me, right up to the table, grabbed a book, and ran away. And people were like, oh, my gosh, get her, you know, grab her. And uh, my instinct, of course, was to chase her. But, gosh, I, had, I was surrounded by people. I had all these other people that were wanting to autograph books. And I just sort of swallowed it up, even though I have to pay for every book. And I thought, hmm, she must need the book more than I do, and I just let it go. Well, what was fascinating about that experience is it only took about a year. I got a letter in the mail. It was not, it was addressed to me, there was no return address, and when I opened it up, there was a handwritten note that said, you probably won't remember, but about a year ago, I stole a book from you from a conference, and I was uh, a drug addict and an alcoholic, and I also, was also a kleptomaniac, and what the main, the main thing that happened, she said the miracle that happened was that after I stole the book, I actually read it. And after reading it, I realized I needed to make amends to all the people that I've hurt in my life. So I'm writing you to say I'm sorry and to pay for the book. And out of this letter fell a $20 bill. And I was so touched, that story has touched me so much, because whatever made this person read the book... And now she had gone on to clean up her life and to make amends with other people. And that kind of story just made me feel that whatever happens in life, it was absolutely worth writing the book and the time that it takes to write the book, regardless of what happens and fails, etc., because you touched a life. And I think anyone who writes, if you are a writer, this is the reason you write. You write because you want to make a difference. You want to have people that can read your book, read your words, and walk away with some kind of pearl of wisdom, something that is going to be what we call a takeaway, something that they can actually use in their life to better themselves. And that's been the great thing about Be The Star You Are. It seems to be an evergreen book that never goes out of style, and, of course, um, this past year we followed it up with Be the Star You Are for Teens that showcases 38 contributors, young people, that are talking about simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. 
Now, I'll, I'm going to read a passage from the uh, first book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts, but let me give out the website where you can actually pick up copies if you so want. BeTheStarYouAre.com. You can get uh, autographed copies there. Go to the store, or you can go to star-style.com. If you prefer to call our offices and pay by credit card, uh, you can call our offices at 925 377 that's 925-377-7827. And we'll be happy to take your order to send you autographed uh, books and send you the receipts. And uh, you're making a donation to the charity, Be the Star You Are, at the same time. And also discounts are available if when you buy in uh, quantity. So, uh, you know, we would like to get them out to all the schools, etc., I want to read The Gift of Growth, which is from Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, because I think that this is a very, very important uh, chapter. Now, the way both books were set out is uh, each chapter is short, and it is short so that you can open it anywhere and get the information you need for that day that will help you grow that will help you have a better day, whether it's balance or harmony or gratitude or laughter, whatever it is. Uh, It's weird how it works, but somehow it does. And people write me that all the time is, oh, my gosh, I opened it here and it was the gift of healing and that's exactly what I needed. And there's a true story in every chapter. It's followed by an exercise on how you can implement this chapter and that lesson into your life. And then there's a quote. Many times it's an original quote. And in this particular book, we had unbelievable endorsements from people like Deepak Chopra, who said Cynthia's advice will make a big advice, big difference in your life so you can have more fulfillment and fun every day. Dr. Wayne Dyer said that Cynthia shares lessons for living on the celestial level straight from the heart. And Brian Tracy said how be the star you are shows how you can release some of the incredible potential that you already have deep within you, and it's a handbook for happiness and personal joy. And it really and truly is. So this is the gift of growth. Well, kids don't come with a manual, I told my apprehensive teenage daughter when we were driving home from a modeling assignment. She had just confided her concern about taking on parenthood when she became an adult. What if I make a mistake and my kids don't turn out to be good kids, she asked. Well, we just do the best job we can with the tools we have, I responded. As parents, we need to listen. We need to grow with our children and to be there for them. I told her how fortunate I had been to have had wonderful role models in my parents and how I was trying to be a positive role model for her and her brother. Taking a deep breath, I asked her what she had learned so far from my example as a mom. Now, several blocks went by in silence, and finally she said, I learned that a woman can be a working mom, she can have a fun career, she can be a good parent and a good wife, and she can still make a difference in the world. Now, I was really, like, wowed that my teenage daughter, who had been with me, obviously, for all these times, had actually recognized that I was truly living my own dream, and I was attempting and and actually living the life I was hoping that I was living. Now, Heather's worry about the future led to this incredible discussion about personal growth, about spiritual, emotional, mental, and financial. 
Heather wasn't alone in wondering how we can be good parents. I mean, possibly providing stability for our children and teaching by example, not by commands. And that's really the key is to walk your talk and to walk it with integrity. How instead of pointing out children's mistakes and failures, we can convince our kids that a happy life is full of trial and error and constantly offering new choices and new opportunities. Now, for me, my garden has taught me that people are much like plants. If I'm not constantly vigilant, the weeds take over. They sprout up everywhere, choking out the flowers. And when I pay attention and I weed my garden, the flowers uh, reach for the sun and they grow into magnificent beauties. Life is like that. Unless we make a conscious effort to eradicate the negative stuff, it can take over and strangle our personalities. But when we strive to grow, to stretch, and to reach for the sun, we face a lot of hard work to keep the weeds out, but we do keep the weeds out. So how can we grow stronger? How do we take charge of that garden of our life and survive our droughts? The best way is to take a small first step. A saying that I repeated often to myself is, by the yard it's hard, by the inch it's a cinch. I've learned that I want to go the mile in style. I have to start small, growing and changing a little bit at a time. And, of course, sometimes I stumble, but I have another favorite saying, and that is failure is fertilizer. If we can learn from our mistakes and our setbacks, then they really weren't failures. They're just compost for our new life. Now, for me, growing has always included studying books and audio tapes on personal growth, and then trying some of the ideas I've learned from them. I read the autobiographies of successful people to see how they reach their goals. And, I mean, you know, why do you want to reinvent the wheel when someone else has already mounted it onto the wheelbarrow? Many uh, studies correlate success with the number of books a person reads. So when you read a positive, life-enhancing book and you try out the strategies, you will soon see a significant change in your life. Growth is transforming like a flower opening to the sunshine. I always feel much closer to my creator when I am in the garden and when I'm stuck and I need fresh concepts, the garden nourishes my parched mind and my soul. Now, one of the easiest ways to grow your own knowledge or your skills is to take a class. Figure out where you are lacking and what would enhance your life and then enroll in a workshop. It could be a financial planning. It could be cooking, organizing closets, vocal techniques, or growing a bonsai bush. The first step to growth is wanting to learn, and everyone either grows or you stagnate. So which is it that you choose? So in the exercise section, this is my formula for growth. First of all, over the years, I've discovered a formula for growth that I use in my acting classes. So first you want to get in touch with your dark side. Then you name the feeling, even the feeling, and you own that feeling, and you analyze the feeling, and you transform it. In other words, name it, claim it, frame it, and then tame it. Now suppose my dark side is simmering with anger, and I start by identifying what is wrong. Boy, am I mad, so I've just named it. Then I'd make another statement describing the problem. This is who I am at the moment. I am an angry person, so I have claimed it. I don't want to assign responsibility for my dark side to anyone else by saying, oh, he makes me mad, or look at what she made me do. That is, that is you know, not claiming it. You really want to say, I am, an ang- I am angry, so you claim it. 
Next, you explore where the anger is coming from. So that means you're framing it. So maybe your anger has an identifiable cause. You know, I was hurt or I was mistreated by someone or I witnessed an injustice. Or maybe my anger is self-produced by frustration or stress. So once I determine this, that's called framing it, then I can transform my energy into something that's going to work for me. That's called taming it. So energy is either inherently negative. uh, It's neither, excuse me. It's not negative or positive. Energy just is. So you have a choice. You can keep your anger. You can let it distort your life or your actions. Or you can change it and use it to resolve the problems that inspired you. So you want to make sure you identify that dark feeling correctly, what is causing your anger, and then another person has been prompted or has been promoted over you and you really don't like it. Whatever it is, you just want to name it, claim it, frame it, and tame it. So consider your strengths, your gifts, and your talents and how they're going to serve you in the future. Then transform the dark and the dangerous emotions, and then you're going to help others work through that process. So if someone tells you that they're afraid, they're describing a dark emotion, and don't dismiss it. You don't say things like you shouldn't feel like this because they feel like that. So let them explain it and then help them claim it, frame it, and tame it. They'll grow, and you will help them too. Should and good do little good. So when you teach by showing, you nurture growing. And when we come back from break, we are going to go around the world. We're going to learn why we need a passport and because we don't want the world to pass you by. We're going to give you reasons why you want to travel. You are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and we hope you'll stay with us where the world comes to talk and listen. We'll be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to tip when you're traveling? Most people travel frequently, and sometimes the proper method of tipping is confusing. Tipping is always a discretionary action and should be given for great service or better yet, for anticipated great service. The travel industry resources suggest the following tipping tips. In a hotel, no tipping is required to the front desk staff unless a person is acting as a concierge. And if the concierge is making you know, very challenging restaurant or theater reservations, a minimum of $5 is customary as a tip. For the doorman, if you are helped with your bags or a taxi is hailed for you, a $1 tip is normal just for handling that procedure. At the bell desk, for handling luggage, getting ice or other amenities, the normal tip is a dollar per bag, or if there's an errand, you give a dollar as a courtesy tip. Housekeeping, when a special item is delivered to your room, again, you want to tip at least a dollar. And then room service, if the service is not automatically added to your bill, always tip 15 to 20% of the check. Now, foreign countries have many different etiquettes for tipping, so make sure to check with your travel agent or a travel guide or online 
to make sure that what you're doing in the particular country is usual and customary. Some, in some countries, tipping is not acceptable at all. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information on business and success, visit star-style.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature Star Style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7888. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are. You are. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, welcome back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It is I, Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth expert here with you for Be the Star You Are charity who brings you this radio show every week. Make a donation today to help empower women, families, and youth. The charity is working for all of us, and literacy is a $25 billion uh, cost to American taxpayers. So help us fight illiteracy. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. You can call 877-944-STAR. All contributions are tax-deductible, so consider making that today. You can also pay with PayPal. Well, I was in the post office last week, and I saw a book, Don't Let the World Pass You By, 52 Reasons to Have a Passport. And being the world traveler that I am, I had that aha moment that the topic of traveling would make for a great segment on this show, because a friend of mine had actually let her passport expire after having it for a number of years, and now if she wants to travel, like at the last minute, as I often do, she can't. Now... For me, I always have my bag packed. I have my passport ready to go, and I could leave on pretty much, you know, a short notice because I really do love to travel. Now, accepting his Nobel Peace Prize, the Dalai Lama had said, when I meet people in different parts of the world, I am always reminded that we're all basically the same. We're all human beings. And maybe we have different clothes and our skin is a different color or we speak different languages, but that's on the surface. Basically, we are the same. That is what binds us to each other. That is what makes it possible for us to understand each other and to develop friendship and closeness. Well, you can leave it to a Nobel Peace Prize winner, of course, that Dalai Lama, to sum things up so perfectly. Having met thousands of people around the world and hundreds of places and and dozens and dozens of countries, I wholeheartedly agree that we really are more alike 
then we are different. And one of the ways that we humans are alike is that most of us are really good people. So the world seems like a smaller place every day now, especially as we were talking about all the social networking sites. It's every day I hear from people around the world and people that I have visited or friends of friends or people that have bought my books in other parts of the world, and some of them are translated into other languages. And it's just so incredible that there's so much kindness that you experience. And when you travel, you meet the, you meet people. So when was it that you last got your passport? Do you have your passport? When did you first get yours? I mean, I know people, I have, my children had passports, by the, well, when they were babies. My son had to have a passport I took him out of the country when he was only two months old, so he's had one just about since birth. I didn't get my first passport till I was 15 when I was chosen to be a foreign exchange student to Mexico, but I have never been without one since. Having a passport opens the doors to the world to you. So I wanted to give you a few tips on where you can get one. There are so many ways, and you definitely want to do it soon. First of all, you can just go online and type on, you could Google or go to any search and then type on getting a passport, and you can actually apply through the customs office online. You can go to your local main post office. Most post offices around the country, now uh, they have the applications. You can, you can file there. You can even take your pictures there. If you're a member of an automobile club like AAA, many of those offices around the country have a places where you can apply for your passport. If you want to go in person, you can just look up the nearest passport office, and the major cities usually have them. Now, what are you going to have to do? You're going to have to fill out an application. You're going to have to take two passport photos, which, again, uh, if you're, most places will take them, or you can just go to your uh, local, you know, Photoshop, and a lot of places have passport place, uh, pictures for about $15, and you'll get a couple of passport uh, uh, pictures. You'll have to pay a fee. It's less for children. It's more if you've let your passport expire. But once you're an adult, your passport is good for 10 years. So that is another really good reason, you know, to have it. it when you uh, amortize it over the 10 years, it is a great, great, great bargain. You're going to need to bring your Social Security card, a form of identification like a birth certificate, um, driver's license, a, a, you know, a military ID, your proof of citizenship, because a Social Security card is not a proof of citizenship. So you must have a proof of citizenship. And minors under the age of 14, they need to appear in person. So you want to make sure that if you're getting a passport for your child, that you are going to have to take all this identification, and then you'll have to take them in person. And kids' passports are only good for five years. Now, how long does it take? You can expedite it by paying extra, but normally it's going to take about six weeks. So you want to definitely plan for that. If you're planning a trip for the summer, I would suggest that, you know, you give yourself a good three months uh, before because you just never know what's going to happen. If you go in person, you'll probably get it sooner. Do you know how many miles it would take to circle the equator? You would, it would be 24,900 
and one. And when you are traveling anywhere, you are an ambassador for your country. If you live here, if you're listening as an American right now, you're an ambassador for America. If you're from Norway, you're an ambassador for Norway. And the key to traveling is to really win in Rome, do as the Romans. And don't be that ugly, you know, that, well, we call it the ugly American if you're an American. But, you know, to always to be a, a, good, uh, a good person, be prepared, be kind, don't make wisecracks that would hurt the other people. Don't try to cheat somebody else. Again, treat people as you would like to be treated. If you are loud and insensitive and dismissive of anyone that doesn't come from where you uh, come from, you're not going to have a good experience traveling. The most wonderful experience is when you carry your passport abroad and you become a spokesperson for everyone. One of the thrills of traveling is making the connections with people uh, that you've never met before. And it is so exciting to hear people say, you know what, you are the first American that has been so nice. Or, gosh, are all Americans like you? You want that to happen. You want people to feel that you are a good representative. Now, when I first went to Holland, which was a very interesting experience, again, I was a teenage ambassador when I was 18, and it was a great experience in learning how to understand one another and to be really the gift of understanding because uh, now I speak several languages, but at the time when I was sent to Holland, I did not speak Dutch. And in those days, that was the language that was spoken most often. So it was, it was really hard to make a lot of mistakes, but I think that we all learned to, to, uh, to get along. Late in the spring when I was sent on this to, I got this letter that said that I was going to, to, I was going to go to Germany, but then they changed it to Holland. Uh, when I arrived in, uh, in Amsterdam, I was greeted by my host family who took me to their beautiful home in the south of Holland, and we smiled and we nodded a lot because I could not communicate with them. And as we were getting to know one another, I was actually sent up north for a couple of weeks of an intensive language training. And Dutch is considered one of those most difficult of Western languages because it's a combination of so many languages. And after 10 days of intensive studying, I decided to write my new host family a letter, and I was translating directly, and I thought I was telling them how I was learning Dutch and enjoying the ocean and the sunshine because there was sun up there, and that I was looking forward to coming back to them and living with them. And what I actually wrote is that I had sunstroke, and that I was in the hospital, <laughs> and they were so alarmed, they rushed up north to this place called Belgenonze to be at my side, and it was my first of many mistakes that I made while living abroad, and obviously they were patient with me, and eventually we, we developed a comprehension, and I actually finally did learn the language. But, you know, the thing about it is, is it's crucial that we make an effort to understand and comprehend one another, because the customs in other countries are different, and that's why we want to visit. We want to visit them because we have different cultures and different foods and different conversations. But wars have been fought and caused because of misunderstanding. So we don't want to do that. We're all human. We all make innocent mistakes. 
And we can really resolve anything with humor and acceptance. And that's what traveling is all about, is being accepting. So if you are going to be traveling, learn at least a few words of a new language. When people meet you, they will respond with big smiles when they know that you are trying to understand them. And when you really expand yourself through understanding, it makes life larger. And when you understand and say, just please, if you don't understand, say, please explain. So it's very, traveling is an important thing. Make sure that you get your passport today. You don't want to let the world pass you by. It doesn't have to. With a passport, you will have reason to meet and greet around the world and make the globe your home. Well, thanks for being great listeners and allowing me into your life. I hope that you are tuned here every week with me, Cynthia Bryan, and then also with Heather Brittany for the T for Two. We love being your personal growth coaches, and we hope to bring you expert advice and new ideas from around the globe. And also every week we usually bring you authors that will expand and change your lives and help you make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions or to purchase any of my books, visit star-style.com. Again, you can call our studios, 925-377-STAR. And if you want to make a donation to the charity, visit bethestarur.org. Everything is tax deductible. May there be peace within you today. May you trust your highest power that you're exactly where you're meant to be. And may you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith. Use the gifts you received. Pass on the love that's been given to you. And may you dance and sing and bask in the sun. And as you go out into the day, remember that no one has ever walked this earth with your inborn and acquired strengths and weaknesses. You are one of a kind. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And read a book this week. And until we celebrate next week, I am Cynthia Bryan from Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. We'll play next week. Thanks for joining me. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Keep caring. Thank you for being part of our star galaxy on today's episode of Star Style. Be the star you are. We hope you've enjoyed the commentary and are motivated to dream big, overcome obstacles, and realize your potential. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. Join our power party next week right here on World Talk Radio as Cynthia Bryan, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers of the planet pump up the energy with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until then, be the star you are. You are.